Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai. FM 104 is Sunday Night Live. It's been a really great week for Irish music with many of our favourite artists appearing on the Conversations with Friends new soundtrack. So we've the likes of Fia Moon, Leah Hart, Bobby Arlo, Soda Blonde, Wyvern Lingo. There's been so, so many. We're now joined by John McCallion, who's sync agent and a music consultant who worked on Conversations with Friends. Hey, John, so tell us, what exactly is your job? Um, I'm basically a link between the artist and the productions of the TV show, like Conversation with Friends. I, I represent the artist in terms of trying to get them placed on a show like that. So with Conversations, we probably start talking about potential tracks to Juliet, the supervisor, Juliet Martin Hughes, uh, the music supervisor on Conversations. We probably started talking back in August. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fast forward, you're, you kind of there's certain tracks you might agree on certain tracks, but you might get confirmation until they do the final mixes. So up to February, March, we were still discussing the final details in terms of sign-offs and taking it as as 100% confirmed. Um, so I ended up licensing tracks from um, the Moon, Lee Hart, Soda Blonde, and then I also work with some international artists through Warner Music in, in Ireland. So also Charlie XCX, Jonesy from Sticker Ross. Uh, Pink Panthers and Tori Amos. But all those tracks would have been in discussion over a period of six months. So it's kind of like, hopefully it's confirmed, but then you have to sit a little bit and wait until they do, they do your final mixes and, and, and the production's all finished. Obviously we have conversations with friends. We also mentioned Heartstoppers when we were talking earlier. Like, Irish artists are getting such a great kind of notice at the moment. Yeah, I think it's testament to like the quality and diversity of what people are doing and people are active like uh, for the Graham Norton series Holding mm-hmm. uh, I licensed Denise Chyla and St. Sister and they were some of those tracks were written into the script which is great because if people who are adapting a book write an artist into the script then they're more likely obviously to be used hopefully that track will stay in but mm-hmm. if an artist isn't active then chances of that happening obviously less so that's the work of the artists in terms of, of, of how active they are in terms of releasing music doing shows and just being active in general so is it difficult for these up-and-coming artists to get kind of noticed by these people? I think like they always, like supervisors would always say, if you're active doing your thing, then mm. hopefully someone will find you and you're really good at what you do. So someone looking for a really good drill track, hopefully they might come across someone like Cello um, or Africa or someone like that who's really active. Uh, and but, but you're going to get chosen on merit because if the track doesn't work on the edit, then it, 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 won't, it won't happen, you know? So... 
But if you're, like, I suppose there's a thing where you, you can get approached because someone has discovered you on Spotify or they've heard you on, on the radio, like yourself, and that, 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 that they may come across you that way. And then the other side is you can kind of, if you're an emerging act, you can do your research and pitch to these shows. But it's very much doing a cold email, a blanket email to supervisors. It doesn't really stand out. If you picture them getting 100 emails a day with new music, how do you stand out if you put yourself in their shoes? How do you stand out to them mm-hmm. in terms of what they're looking for? Do we know if these shows kind of add to the artists? Like, do they know if it kind of brings up their listenership at all? I think everyone off normal people. Um, so anyone I spoke to had increases in, in streams. Mm-hmm. Um, so even like someone I know who had 15 seconds used, they did get an extra or three or a few hundred thousand streams and then they would have seen it on Shazam as well. So depending on the use and how prominent it is, then you'll get some sort of spike, hopefully, and obviously if you're in the official playlist as well for for the series, then there's more discovery there on, online. Um, and then, I guess with TikTok, and I know from Orla Gartland, um, I think she hit number one on the UK, Hot 50 on TikTok, on the back of Heartstopper, because it was a particularly poignant scene at the end of an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did really react, and she's reacted really well in terms of like posting more content about the song. Um, on Twitter and stuff. So I suppose if you do get a placement and you get an attraction, then you can kind of you can kind of build on that as well yourself. Yeah, you almost have to ride that wave. I think when it's there, take the opportunity. She was always great at doing that, though. I always found like even when she started off, I think she was kind of one of the first to kind of be on YouTube and kind of do music that way. So she was kind of always a little bit ahead, I think, um, of her time perhaps with it. But uh, yeah, that that was amazing and such an opportunity for them all. It's oh, I love it and I love that it's so many Irish. And I know I've said it so many times, but I love that so many Irish artists that are getting noticed as they should. Like, it's just amazing. It is really diverse in terms of what tracks are getting picked up. Mm-hmm. Like, shows like Made in Chelsea have been really supportive of Andrea, who supervises that. She's come over for Ireland Music Week every year, and she's like the likes of Paddy Hanna. I think she's licensed to it for the tracks after seeing her live. So, like, if, if they see it, if they, if they, obviously, if you're pitching cold, it's one thing, but if someone actually goes to see you and it means something, then they think, oh, that'll work for a show I'm working on, then um, it's a great fit, you know. Is there any um, tips you would give for artists to kind of put themselves in the right place, I suppose, right place, right time, as they say? I think, I suppose, for yourself, if you're, if you're pitching, do your research and target people who genuinely might be interested in your music or the show, I think, would work. And um, you can approach think edges like myself who represent artists and, and pitch them. Um and also there are like boutique publishers as well who do rolling deals for 30 days, you know, tied into a longer deal and they will potentially pitch your music as well. So, but I, th- I think the main thing is is just to look at potentially where your music may, may fit um, and what kind of, what kind of, in an ideal world, what kind of things you'd like to get. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you are kind of quite early on, I'd also look at potentially working with directors or editors who are working on short films and build relationships there because those guys will obviously hopefully be releasing uh, full features down the line um, and if you've got a relationship there then they'll hopefully could come, come back to you as well um, so if you, like, if you look at IFTN which is the Irish Film website they'll have some information in terms of who has secured funding for short films or new or new features um, and maybe just uh, I guess gradually kind of build a relationship because Often it's kind of a short notice, so they'll, it's who comes to mind that can help them with the problem because mm-hmm. you're ultimately being able to help with, with a add to the scene, but also 
solve a problem in terms of if they're stuck for a piece of music that hopefully, hopefully your ears is the one that, that, that works. Fit. Yeah, absolutely. So there's so much that kind of needs to be, I suppose, managed as well if you wish to yeah. be kind of included in a show like this. But it's definitely accessible to everybody, which is kind of where we want to be. So that's amazing. John, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. No problem. Here's another one of the artists that are on Conversations with Friends soundtrack. It's Leo Hart and I don't know why on FM104. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.